What it do, what it is, what it ain't. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Get Right Podcast. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to get notifications of new content. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you dig? Cue the music. Yo, what it do, what it is, what it ain't. It's the Get Right Podcast, man, and we are back. Wrapping up the final week of Women's Month, man. And, of course, I got the brain trust with me. Rod, Detroit stand-up, you know what I'm saying? Because he only, he only going to give us three words, man. So, Rod, what's happening? What up, though? There it is. And the people they love to hate, hate to love. Love the challenge on um, the Apple Challenges competition, even though you took that L. DC. <laughs> what's good it's a terrible intro uh what's good man (laughs) it's your boy dc and the place to be (laughs) shout out to hades man yeah i had to get that win off bro i had to get that win off. this man went super saiyan mode after a while i was like bro you got it like i'm just (laughs) i'm gonna just do my regular thing he out here trying to prove a point (laughs) hey no you motivated me man And, and we will say we will we will all agree gentlemen that you know our help is our best wealth right for sure mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and so with this man as we ending our women's man when we got somebody who's gonna get on our head and get on everybody's head about <laughs> being healthy about about treating your body the right way because it's your temple so we got the founder of agape guru antoinette gabriel what's happening hey hey what's going on not much how you feeling i'm feeling good feel great so for sure so we're, we're gonna throw 101 questions edit and i'm pretty sure you're gonna educate us um Absolutely. because you know in our community you know in our culture we don't be talking about getting healthy all the time it ain't something we just sit down and say hey man how you been man what, how you eating <laughs> how you working out how your regimen and all that so definitely tell us who you are tell us a little bit about yourself where you from where you live what streets you ran on all that good stuff <laughs> and um but yeah tell us about yourself okay yeah yeah um so i'm from livonia um, I kind of moved around as a kid, kind of was in Livonia, moved to the city, then went back to high school for Livonia. So those are kind of, that's where I was at most of the time. Um, but I definitely, you know, did a lot of work in the city of Detroit with, you know, not only connections with family, nonprofits, mm-hmm. but of course, just jobs that I held. So I've been in sales for a while and just kind of um, growing business in general. So um, those were kind of the things that I was into. And, um, yeah, so I, um, from there just kind of, you know, went to school at Eastern for a while and then kind of just decided that I was going to go off into more sales and start my own business, which is kind of how Agape Guru kind of came about. I was thinking about what I wanted to get into and what I wanted to create. And, um, during my health journey, of course, it kind of just came about. And just kind of came to me that it made sense to kind of connect the community with a reliable source because not a lot of people knew what, you know, CMOS was, natural herbals, you know, taking care of, you know, not only mental health, but just overall wellness in general, you know, how to really get into that. And um, so those were the kind of things that I really got into and really wanted to study and do better for myself, you know, and not only for my family, just generational 
um, because I didn't really come from a healthy family. So I kind of wanted to break that and do things a little bit more naturally. So um, as a kid, I just really couldn't take pills and, you know, I didn't want any medicine. So they were always, you know, kind of crunching things up in applesauce and, you know, allergy pills or something. (laughs) We were trying to hide it some way and I just never really could get into it. So that's how how I kind of got into herbs and you know, just wanting to do things more naturally and, you know, what came from earth. And so that took me on my journey of, you know, better health and veganism and, you know, alkalinity. And, you know, it kind of ties you into a different community of people. And I loved that. I loved that connection of, you know, different individuals on a healthier side. So Agape Guru kind of just took off. You know, people were asking a lot of questions around health and, um, you know, just what they could get into, what they could do better with herbs and what kind of teas or, you know, just just advice, you know, just mental health things. And, and so I kind of wanted to just provide those type of things to the community. And For so sure. it kind of just took off from there. Was it, was it just, what was like the... <clears throat> What, when did the shoe drop for you where it was like, you know what, I'm done with like going to the doctor or, or I mean, we, we probably all still go to the doctor because, you know, for certain things. But where you, you mentioned like on oh, oh, medicine, I got to get it crushed up. I got to put it in applesauce, these things. Where, where was it in your health journey or your medical history? Um, like in reading on your page, you, you speak about asthma um, for mm-hmm. your for your life. But like, where was it like, you know, I just I'm going to do research myself. To, to help myself out then keep taking all these steroids and prescriptions yeah you know so it's kind of just more so I think as a kid I was more so just kind of paranoid honestly just like what is this doing to my body you know like what is it long term what are the effects and and so as I started doing more research just because I am kind of a nerd so I wanted to read and 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 know what's happening so as I got more and more into research, I'm like, this long term does this and that. And of course, you know, any type of medicine comes with a long list of side effects. Yeah, you know, it's like a long list of diarrhea. Yeah, you death and maybe even death. And then it's like, you know, and but it's like, but you could live a happy life. No, you probably won't. This lies. So it's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm watching it and I'm, I'm present. So I'm like, no, something's not right. So yeah, as a, as a teenager, I just started doing my research into books and I started, you know, um, getting into teas when I got into college and just kind of, you know, wanted to do things that way. And, um, so I still do, of course, go to the doctor for like an annual checkup type of thing, just to make sure I'm doing things the way that I'm, I'm thinking I should be. And, of course, not wanting to put steroids in my body. I didn't even really want to have an inhaler because it was more so only when I was active. So I just wanted to focus more so on like really trying to figure out what it was that would trigger my lungs and, you know, what type of herbs and, and things I could take to soothe my lungs, you know, and that of course, once I, I learned the connection more so with sea moss once I went vegan, um, because oh, I was already, how long? How long you been vegan? 
So I'm not vegan anymore. I was vegan for about two years. And Mm -hmm. now it's, I never have really quite redeemed myself. I'm more pescatarian than anything Mm -hmm. because I really don't eat a lot of meats to begin with, but I like salmons and, and that's pretty much my base, you know, um, salmon primarily I'll eat shrimp once in a while, but meats, I really don't even like them anymore. I've I've gotten back to Turkey. That's like another staple. Mm -hmm. But anything else, I really, the taste goes away and you taste things so true once mm-hmm. you like detox from them. And chicken tastes like chemicals, the red meat you taste like, it, it's just crazy what you taste in the meat. So I never really was able to come back fully, but I was vegan for about two years. And at that point, due to the job that I had, it was impossible. I was surviving on French fries. And that was Mm -hmm. just unhealthy because I had a mobile job. So at the time I was working for AT&T and it was I I had territories I had to visit. So I was in the car all the time and I just I felt like I was in good health. But I knew surviving off of that during the day was not in good health. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of when I said, okay, you know, if I'm not going to be able to sustain this fully, fully because vegan wasn't what it is today. Vegan today is more popular. It's more Mm -hmm. around. Back then, it wasn't, it was kind of coming about, but it wasn't really, you know, you didn't have as many options to go ahead and stop at the store and get get something to tide you over. So, um, but ever since then, I've kind of just formulated my own diet now, you know, you know, to kind of keep things um, together. And of course, just knowing what foods will trigger certain allergies and, mm-hmm. and some things will trigger asthma, you know. So that's kind of the stuff that kind of led me down the path of wanting to know more about okay, there's a lot we don't understand about our bodies and, you know, just specifically too, like not only what type of things you have from a family aspect, but just knowing what type of chemicals and poisons they're putting into our foods in general that you need, you should be aware of because you won't realize that these issues are being caused from things that you eat every day and wondering why you're having issues. So um, that's deep DC. She on her head about this, about that that chicken and that beef. You, I, I quit beef and pork. Woof. I'm going on almost five years now. Okay, yeah. Um, I do the chicken still. <laughs> so, turkey. Me and Rod, that's my Rod. You know, we we definitely knocking out that turkey, man. And I know Rod, you you definitely you you'll do a veggie burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even think that chicken is really necessarily bad as long as you know that it's fully, you know. <laughs> You know, it, it's farm raised. It's 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 clean. There's no antibiotics. You know, it's but yeah, of course that yeah. costs. You know, so as long as you're mm-hmm. making sure you're paying for your quality, you're going to be getting quality. Mm-hmm. Or just go in, like you know, if you could have a farm, you know, and just kind of go in on meat with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, those are better options just to guarantee that you're going to get a a better quality cut meat that doesn't go through all that processing. Yeah, I just ate a whole bunch of Wingstop, man, <laughs> yesterday. Oh, see? <laughs> <laughs> see, so those, you know, like, they just go through so much processing and mixing and stuff. It's just like, it's just hard to know at the end game, like, what we're really getting, you know? So it, as long as you're doing kind of research and or just cutting things down to a minimum to keep it as clean as possible, you'd be amazed to see how much inflammation you lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm I'm a... Uh... I'm going to enjoy a good steak, man. I'm going to tell you, I can't give that up. I need it. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? That fillet, that, uh, that that sirloin, you know, no sauce. You know, I need all that, man. The chicken, the turkey, 
bacon. Yeah, I'm gonna eat all that. You know, no, no, no defense to anybody who doesn't, but uh, bro, mm-hmm. bacon, yeah. I, I, I just can't do it, man. That bacon, could, mm, that bro, bacon so bro, good. But you could. I want something you now, could. actually. You could. Yeah. It's, it's been six years since I had a piece of pork bacon. I've had turkey bacon, but Same. it's been six turkey. years since I had pork bacon. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, bro, like, you know what would change me to start thinking about? I, I eliminated red meat, so I still uh do the turkey and chicken and fish but i eliminated the red meat and really it was just uh honestly for me it was a health screening because i've always been a pretty health conscious person i would say and i let myself slip and then my you know sodium started going up like my my uh a1c was going on like everything that i haven't really had issues with in the past started to be present and, you know, for one, I'm fighting against genetics. So that in itself, I had to make sure that I'm educating myself on what I should and should yeah. not be consuming. And once I went to that health screening, again, this was like six years ago at work. And they were like, yo, you, your blood pressure high, you borderline, you know, pre-diabetic. And uh, it was one other thing they told me, too. And I can't, I can't remember what it was. And I was like, yo, I started doing research. It's like, yeah, this... I was consuming a lot more bacon than I usually do because we were just in a new city. Like we moved from Detroit down to Charlotte and it just, you know, the eating habits started to go a little crazy. And once I like put my mind to say, yo, I need to make a change. I just cut it out cold Turkey. Like it wasn't no winging off of it. It just was, all right, this is being snipped out. I'm going to continue the, the, the white lean meats and, it's been that way ever since. So really, like you said, it's about educating yourself, knowing what your body reacts to and what's going to help you. And you'll be surprised. Like DC, I guarantee you, like I did a Daniel fast a few times with my church when I lived in Detroit. And if I have to wing myself off of something and then ease my way back into it, it's probably not the best for me. You know what I mean? Like I literally got sick after I had beef and pork trying to consume it too fast coming out of that fast that I was like yo that ain't natural you know what I mean so that's what changed it for me again do you bro I know you're gonna do you regardless because you are who you are but I'm just <laughs> saying I would just say never say never like I, I would take that can't out of it it's just I don't want to give it up you can give it up you just don't want to and that's cool Oh, yeah. I use those two words interchangeably, bro. I feel like I can do anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when I say can't, it means won't, bro. I, I can do, I could probably fly if I really tried. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely going to feel impossible, though, and until you actually have like a fast. Like a fast really puts you into perspective. It does. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you feel like your body, your body actually craves the things that you're giving it on a consistent basis. So, of course, it's going to want and you're going to want those things because you love them but once you actually go through like a fast or you break that and you you know your body has to reset to something different that's Mm -hmm. when you really notice like you don't necessarily have to go back to things because you maybe not crave them or you taste them differently so now you don't even want them Mm -hmm. but until you do that you're right you'll never feel like you even want to or could because it doesn't make sense to at that point your body still wants it Mm -hmm. I, i will say in my case I just, I think I just enjoy eating meat. Pause. 
Cause like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Cause I, it's funny. Actually, I do a fast every year. I do. I've been doing a fast every year for maybe four or five years, something like that, mm-hmm. with the church. I've actually done a Daniel fast too, which uh, mm-hmm. was horrendous to me, bro. Like I could not. <laughs> I was counting the days until that thing ended, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I had a potato once. Like, bro, you know how hard it is to eat a baked potato, <laughs> vegan. Because you can't put butter on it. No. Nope. Can't put right. cheese on it. Right. Nope. You can't put, you know, it's just potato and like salt. Oh, it was terrible. But <laughs> um, but no, nah, I it, it, I say it's dope to anybody. I will say with that, I was like, yeah, I was counting the days. One thing I will say though, uh, whenever I've done my fast and my last, my most recent from a couple months ago, is uh fast food. Like fast mm-hmm. food, um, it just does not do it anymore like if I, facts, if I if facts. i if i if i hit somebody's drive through like rarely anyway I, i'm like thoroughly disappointed i'm like why did i even do this this tastes like like trash you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so I, I will say i don't do fast food and i don't do as much bacon but that's just because of my wife because my my wife is um uh, what are those arians where you eat yeah, pescatarian. Like I don't know the one where That's you can eat chicken because she'll because she'll eat chicken. There's one where you can eat chicken and fish, whichever one of those Aryans it is. Mm-hmm. And so she <laughs> primarily does you know the most of the cooking. So pretty much because she is a such and such Aryan, that kind of has made me one by proxy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, now we go out to eat or whatever. I'm gonna order. I'm gonna order. But I will say that uh, my pork intake and my beef intake <laughs> um, has gone way down. Just kind of. Because we live in the same house, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Same thing with my wife, right? It's just um, she, um, you can, and, and it's good though because you got a partner with you that's kind of it's in the house, right? Mm-hmm. And so now you're like, all right, I'm, I'll try it. You know, like the uh, what you call it, the vegetarian meats, like the chicken, the steak, or whatever the case may be. It's not, I call it, I call it not real chicken, not real steak. It don't taste bad. Like I'll, t- I'll taste it. It don't taste bad. It tastes bad. yeah. It don't. And sometimes yeah, those are made of soy and other stuff that can be bad too. So it's almost just better just to oh. adapt to different stuff. It just depends See? on what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really got to look at that because they pack it with so much stuff to make it taste like something else. So you have to think uh, about that too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was gonna ask you your take on it. You really just. Made me feel guilty now. So I mean, it, it, and it, I no, think it's just cool. like anything, and like that's why it's like I'm never the person to be like you have to do this. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just the education behind it is key. Like you can have anything that you want. It's just knowing what is in it and what that's gonna do. You know, like what type of vitamins, what type of chemicals, what type of stuff is it giving your body? Because then you know what the reaction will be. You know how to clear it out, detox it, get it done. How long is that steak gonna sit in you? Just know, not maybe don't load up the whole week. Maybe eat it once a week. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. but it's like just variation with anything is definitely key. But certain things, you know, it's just have the education of what it is and then you make the decision because we all really out here, unless we're growing our own food, to be honest, we're kind of battling that war every day anyway mm-hmm. with everything we eat. So that's why it's really that much more important, you know, just to kind of just know what it is and, and, and honestly to try to. I know we love food so much, but to try to like really detox the body to need less of it. Mm-hmm. Really and truly. Have, yeah. Have you ever tried or what are your thoughts on like intermittent fasting? Oh, I love it. I definitely think it's, 
I think it's beneficial for so many reasons, just not only on your system, but also mentally, because it does clear you, especially like if you do consume a lot of things, you know, a lot of meat um, and or just a lot of alcohol, you know, just whatever you're giving your body, the more that you are giving it those type of things, the more you're going to want to definitely fast to give it the time to break those things that take longer. You know, if you were eating more of your fruits and veggies, that stuff is gone quick. That's why you're hungry as a vegan if you don't do it right. Right. Because it's gone. Your body burns it because that's what it's meant to do. But, you know, it, it's definitely beneficial to keep you clear mentally um, I think spiritually as well, it just resets you overall. So, you know, and then of course, just being really cognizant of what you're breaking your fast with, you know, that's why mm-hmm. I think it's like break fast breakfast, like mm-hmm. conscious, be conscious of that. Because that's the first thing you're giving your body after fasting all night, however long that was for you. Mm-hmm. But it looks longer for certain people, depending on, you know, what style works for you. But I think that everybody should definitely try it and try different variations to learn more about your body as well. It connects you to self in a different way. Yeah, I agree. It works. I actually do a version of intermittent fasting even now. Like I've been doing it for years and it started with uh, a fast with with the church. And um, when we did the fast, it was a version of it was intermittent fasting. You couldn't eat before like two o'clock or three o'clock, something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, and then there was no secular music. But the as far as the food and whatnot, like I, I just felt myself at peace. Like, of course, it brings your energy down a little bit because you're not eating all day long. But it's not like I'm drained, like I'm going to like pass out. It's just I don't know. For me, it was kind of calming. And so now I do a version of it where um, I'll snack throughout the day, you know, so I'll like mixed nuts or, um, you know, maybe a little bit of fruit or a smoothie, something like that. Yeah. But then I'll eat like one full meal, like at night, like six, six thirty, something like that. And that's when I have like my actual sit down hot meal. But other than that, I pretty much snack all day. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think she she made a real valid point by saying understanding what your body responds to, because, I mean, let's be real. None of us are created equal. We all have mm-hmm. different genetic makeups. We all have this thing called DNA that travels through our body that make us different from the next person. And different things trigger us. Like, I know bread for me, I can eat a loaf of bread and instantly pack on whatever you know what i mean because that's just how my body responds to it but i love bread i I just have to be Mm -hmm. conscious of that i know if i eat consume a lot of it i'm gonna swell up a little bit and you know my numbers are going to be off a little bit uh maybe a lot depending on how much i'm intaking but understanding what your body responds to and it's a constant journey but understanding that that concept and continuously educating yourself on what's in these things. Like a, a lot of people think being a vegan, you know, the veganism automatically means health. And it, mm-hmm. it doesn't. No, not <laughs> at know? all. Like you can eat Oreo cookies and be a vegan, but it doesn't Facts. make it good. Exactly. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I did too. <laughs> Once I found out Oreos are vegan, I was eating. That's because you you do you still want to have your pleasures. You still mm-hmm. want to enjoy something, but it's just if they affect you, just kind of hold out or figure out something else. Mm-hmm. 
Play I'm about to do a whole line of these Oreos. I'm good. It's vegan. Yeah. <laughs> right. A whole <laughs> line. A whole <laughs> line. You know, you pull that tray out, do a whole line. <laughs> it's like, it's okay. You know, it's I'm I'm eating it with oat milk and I didn't eat all day. So no, you're not healthy. You know, mm-hmm. so, but that's exactly you're right. And and that was kind of why I was like, okay, let me let me find a realistic balance when I broke being vegan. Like find a realistic balance of what I can support my diet with. And be consistent, you know, because the goal is for, for me to find things that I have access to consistently. So, um, you know, and just kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. I will second you, though. Those, especially for me, I'm a golden Oreo person. Those boys slap. Like, no. Yeah. It's the it's the chocolate cover ones for me. The white ones. Those are oh. the ones for me. Man. <laughs> those are the ones. They have the white cover Oreos. Those mm-hmm. I can't. I, I ordered those off of Amazon when I was pregnant. I just could not. <laughs> they oh, fire, man. though. Hey, fire. Yeah. Hey, just stick to the serving size. And that's two. Yes. It's hard to do. Exactly. And that's the, the key. Size. And it's like, bro, who really so we don't. Two? I'm about I to do. say that, bro. We eating two I, cookies. Bro, I, I do it now, though. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. 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 See, yeah. thankfully, me, I don't have a sweet tooth. I'm not even in the sweets like that anyway. So it don't really. It don't really bother me. Me neither. Uh, but them Oreos slap though. I'm not a big sweets person either. Yeah, but Oreos, Oreos and uh, Oreos and uh, fruit snacks for me are just uh, my See, weakness, bro. And that's the key. Like if you know you're greedy, like for me, I know I'm greedy. So mm-hmm. like the key is just like you don't have necessarily have to look at the back of everything to count the calories necessarily. Like yes, be 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 watching that definitely. Be present in that moment and figure out what you're gonna be eating. Mm-hmm. But look at how many you can consume because mm-hmm. that's the key. Like if you could have 17 and only have a hundred calories, get that over being able to have something you can only have one of. Mm-hmm. Because you're gonna want more than just one, which is how you're gonna overconsume. Like, just That's look facts. look for different <laughs> snacks where you can kind of, you know, still give yourself the pleasure of having a snack without just feeling like you're starving yourself of things that you want. For sure, that's what's up. And I know, like you, you brought up the CMOS thing, and, and it's big on your page, and along with many other things. What got? I mean. I feel like I'm talking to almost the uh, a generational version and, and the female version of like Dr. Sebi. Was that an inspiration of you as well? And like, what got you deeper into so many CMOS recipes? Like, you even have a smoker's. So can you talk? Can you talk to that? Like, what inspired you? And you know, or who inspired you? And and why all these different recipes that also you wanted to get out to the community? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so he definitely was was an inspiration in. Just when I, during the vegan journey, of course, alkaline and, and that, you know, what you're consuming comes up when you're trying to figure out what type of vegan or vegetarian or what you're going to be. Like you said, what type of, type of Aryan, whatever you're going to decide. And it came up. And, and so I started diving more into alkalinity and just kind of, you know, just healing in general. How can we use these foods and things to heal on a cellular level? And mm. so... Yes, Dr. Sebi is really big for that. And um, of course, I've always kind of wanted to follow more herbalists, you know, in, in their journeys anyway, due to the fact that I have been tied to the naturals. So even down to like George Washington Carver, like lo- like back, back, like he was deep okay. into, into all of that. And just like you follow different stories on, you know, how you can really cultivate foods and stuff. So, you know, with, with sea moss, 
that kind of came about with Dr. Sebi dropping to his knees and him being, you know, an older man and talking about the different variations. And so me, of course, being into the vegan journey, that's something you can cook with. So CMOS is kind of tricky because it's both a supplement and a food. So it goes in both categories. So with it being used on a food level, it's like in your soups, you know, your dressings, things like that. It can be used to thicken and kind of keep you full when you're a vegan because you're looking for things to kind of sustain you, but also give you the health that you may be maybe missing out like on different irons and things like that from not consuming certain meats. So your goal is to figure out, you know, how, what vegetables are you going to be supplementing your protein with if you're getting rid of meats? You know, what type of things you can give your body? So um, CMOS kind of just fills that gap with it being so high in nutrients and um, being able to be used in both vegan recipes and of course as a supplement. So with that, I kind of just started nerding out and figuring out, you know, how many different variations it is and also tying it to Chinese medicine. Cause I, I honestly was always just thinking like, you know, just Asian culture, they live so long and they're so healthy. What are their hacks? And I really try to figure it out. And a lot of it is tied to Chinese medicine, but of course foods, what are they consuming? So I look at that type of things too, that's by culture, because we're now that we're, you know, so mixed with culture and the type of foods that we eat, we're seeing a lot more allergies and triggers and stuff come up. So, but that's a lot of reasons why, because, you know, we're, we're mixing so many different things into our body. So seaweed is huge and, and it's so good for your body on so many levels due to, you know, the iodine that it gives your thyroid down to the mineral content of, you know, 92 minerals that it provides in two tablespoons. So, you know, with me not really being able to consume medication and not really wanting to at all, not necessarily needing it, but just wanting to be healthy. You know, I didn't want to take a pill. I don't want to take a vitamin every day. Mm -hmm. And even though I'm still eating lots of vegetables and fruits and stuff, a lot of that, like I said, it's hard to know exactly what we're getting that's not genetically modified and how much nutrients you're actually being provided. So we're still deficient in a lot of areas, which is, you know, that's, that's deep, you know, into like, you know, down to mental issues, down to, you know, anxieties we're experiencing, ADHD, so many things are coming from deficiencies and in, in chemicals that we're feeding our bodies. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, wanting to give your body the nutrients that we need as we get older, because our cells need to regenerate. You know, we're constantly every day fighting cancer and, and our bodies right. just do it for us. And that's the reality that a lot of people just don't realize what our body does every day, but that's because of what you're giving it and what you're feeding it. So seaweed is just easy. It makes mm -hmm. sense. It's the easiest thing to add into your diet that gives you your omegas. It gives you your heart health. It gives you, you know, down to insulin, calcium, potassium, you know, supports gut health, controls sugar. Like it's, there's so mm -hmm. many benefits to it. And I own two to four tablespoons and I can get that in my serving. Wow. So that that's when I started doing my research around, okay, I want to make sure that I get all of these sea mosses because I want them in my diet. Mm -hmm. First thing I saw scams, difficulties, craziness, like what? This is this shouldn't be this hard to find, right? And right. I'm resourceful. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. 
yeah, I'm I'm like in the business. So I'm like, hold on, wait. If 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 it's just hard for me to find it, and I'm pretty smart, it's gotta be hard for anybody who wants to put this into their diet. Mm-hmm. So once I started doing more research and in seeing the different difficulties in terms of suppliers and what it took to ship and export and importing and what all of that looked like and cost wise, it it just made sense as to why it was so hard to really have clear knowledge about what it was. So just like any business, you fill the need. And of course, a lot of people were asking once I was on CMOS and, and, you know, just I already had more of the herbal support anyway, just because just people knew I was more natural. And I made my own body butters, made my own things for sensitive skin, was always more natural, you know, never, never talked down to women about med- um, makeups, but always said, just be you, you mm-hmm. know, like, just embrace who you are. And I've always just loved the woman I am. So it's just always kind of been that's you know that way for everybody so when it came to yeah. that it just kind of you know made sense everybody said, i want it how can i get it so i started providing it yeah yeah so you are uh, on on um on your website Agap- uh agape guru you talked about the the wild craft and uh sea mulch on the islands and and verified and um and sourced and you know, just listening to you talk a lot about knowing where your food comes from. Can you kind of dive into a little bit like how, like, I guess, how do you go through that process of, you know, okay, I'm going to put this product on my site or I'm not because I don't trust this one. Like, how does that even, like, how do you know what's real and what's not? Like, how do you go through that? Could you kind of dive into that process? Absolutely. Yeah. So of course, just with anything you, you, there's the sea moss knowledge in general, just about seaweed. So that was kind of what, you know, a sea moss is what the name is known by, but there's so many different variations of quote unquote sea moss. So seaweed is ideally what, what um, you want to be looking into in terms of who's certified in aquaculture and actually running marine, you know, farms, you know, what their, their certification is cleanliness because there's actually regulations for that, of course, because that's a business. So they're actually farming, growing, mining. They're doing all these things with CMOS. So having certification, knowing who the sources are, knowing what waters you're getting things from, and of course, having a good relationship to where you know that those people are are also running their business just as legit as you're trying to be. And so, of course, having the paperwork from them is required. So that's another part of what I'm helping Michigan with at this time, because there's really no policy which for CMOS. And it's been a ga- it's been a gamble for the last couple of years with going back and forth and changing regulations and things like that. So, of course, I'm helping them kind of guide as to how you can find the safest routes because it's 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 conversation and or going to visit seeing the facility yourself you know just like any business you do your research on are they legit what what's the paperwork look like what is their website you know seeing the product and and of course educating yourself about seaweed enough to know are you looking at clean seaweed is it infected you know has it been cleaned like that was also a part of me doing the research of figuring out like, what does seaweed even look like when it comes from a farm? Like, what, what is the process that, that they do, they go through? And not just getting it to me, but what does it mean once I get it, if I'm looking for anything? What am I looking for? 
a lot of people don't do that research. So, mm-hmm. of course, that's where it set my business aside from a lot of people that I've noticed just running CMOS businesses in general. And of course, like going through lab testing and knowing that if I tell you that this product that I'm giving you is shelf stable for 30 days, that it's been shelf tested for 30 days, you know, people aren't doing that. They're not sending mm-hmm. things to lab to, 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 to see if it's going to grow mold, bacteria, heavy metals. So that's huge for me because if I'm putting it into my body and I want to know what I'm putting into it, I would also want the same for you. So that's a part of the research in, in building these connections with the companies to make sure that what I'm providing actually has been certified, has been researched. We're making sure that everything is clear, clean, comes from source. And then of course me going the extra route and knowing that this product's been tested. It's shelf stable for what I'm saying. It doesn't have any additives. There's no preservatives. So I can actually say that it's a vegan, clean, no additive product. That is what's up. You ain't you ain't lying. You you nerding out for real. I'm telling you, it's definitely (laughs) there. It's yeah, it's there. But that's important to me because when you see everything that's on the market, and those are the conversations that I've had with inspectors, you know, through the state of Michigan and and going through this process, because I'm actually working on some things with them now. And it's like trying to figure out, you know, what ways to license certain things to make sure that things are being done this way, because it's important. People are consuming this and it's only going to continue growing for the simple fact that, like I stated about our food, we're getting less and less healthy and our foods are getting more and more genetically modified. Mm-hmm. So if we're not learning how to garden in our backyard, we're behind. We're, we're missing. If we're not gardening, stashing seeds at this point, we're behind because those are more so the things we need to be focused on so we can ensure that the nutrients that our body needs is directly provided because we may not have those options as things continue. That's facts right there. Terrell and I tried to smuggle some sea moss from Jamaica when we went hey, last bro, year. Hey, but, bro. Uh, hey, man, there's somebody listening. <laughs> man, man. Hey. I said, bro, I said try it. I didn't say we did. <laughs> it, it, but you, it's true, though. Like, even the locals there, when we went to Jamaica, they was like, oh, man, the seaweed is what you need. You yeah. Know, even talking, they even, you know, was letting us know, like, hey, it's good for fertility, too. Yes. <laughs> you don't have a bunch of kids. Yeah. You take yeah, this. Yeah, I, don't, I don't need no more of that, though. No, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it is literally self food. It, it literally helps reset. And of course, like the different variations that you can get, the, the stronger you have in color, that's more antioxidant. So, of course, you know, that's going to do more for free radical and actually, um, you know, reset the body and, and you know, restart those cells so and that's really the key is making sure that we're giving our body the nutrients that it needs to refresh those cells and make sure that they're constantly able to regenerate and and to clear our body to keep it healthy so it's it's definitely i love it what what i know you're you're working working to make sure everything the purities and all that good stuff like what were some other obstacles one starting in 2020 during the pandemic um, were there any other obstacles or what obstacle? And also, how were you perceived in our culture? Like you said, you know, DC said not not call him out or anybody, but someone's gonna say, Yo, I'm eating ribs all day, every day, and what? <laughs> but give me the sea moss to make me feel better. Like what kind of obstacles were you were enduring um to get your information out, you know, and starting the pandemic? 
um, yeah, so of course at that time it was just dealing with the fact that having to weed through all that difficulty of finding reliable sources and figure out how to get all that, you know, what was actually required because there really wasn't, there was, there was no guideline to how to run CMOS and depending on how you marketed it, you may or not even, may or may not even have to have certain licensing, which is where I saw the problem because I wouldn't want to put something into my body that I didn't know someone wasn't doing extensive research on. So for me, I, I kind of saw that that was something huge. And so when I was conversating with them, then it was, it was too hard to get to any bottom line. So we kind of worked around different av- avenues. I did worked in certain kitchens a certain way temporarily. Um, and then of course, having certain store contracts, cause I was in the water station downtown. I had a couple smaller health stores, just deliveries in terms of just meeting up with people. So getting, getting the information out to different people um, and making sure that they knew that what I was providing was reliable at first was a little difficult, but of course, coming with the nerd information and coming with what I had, it wasn't really hard once I kind of, you know, saw more and more people in the community and was able to educate with the questions that they had. So, um, but of course, state of Michigan has always been difficult because they can't give straight answers. And that's why at this time I'm helping them build the programs for Michigan, um, and then, of course, just with when it comes to people, you're always going to have pushback in terms of, you know, what you want to do health wise. And, and that, like I said, I've never been that person to be like, no, this is what you should be doing. But of course, if you are consuming more of those things, it should be even easier for you to have CMOS in your diet. Like vegans and, and people who consume those things on a normal basis, they're already hip. That's not really the concern. It's more so the need for them is just where can I get it? So mm-hmm. boom, they're checked off the list. So now you move on to the people who were once like myself, which isn't that hard. You know, I was once that person. So I get the mindset because it's still, you, and I feel like it's still a struggle no matter what. You know, you're always going to be pushing for your best, best health. But of course, that changes as we age, the different foods we take, our bodies change. So we may or may not be able to consume certain foods. We're always going to be evolving on this journey of health and wellness. So it's like if you're going to be consuming those type of foods, knowing what we know and, and having as much information as we do in these days of information. So knowing that, why would you not give your body the nutrients that you're missing out on? Or being able to detox your body from the stuff that you know you're putting into it. What are going to be the easiest ways for you to do that on a consistent level? You know, so it's, it's different products that you can either produce for yourself, just have access to, but not necessarily having to consume a pill every day. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because not everyone's going to do that. And or, to be honest, not everyone's going to push enough water for that pill to even be beneficial. Mm. So, okay. What do you mean by that? So, I mean, if, if you're not pushing enough water through your system, more than likely they're not even getting through your system because you're not, you're not able to fully activate the pill. It has to be broken down. So a lot of people aren't hydrated properly. So you're instantly automatically cutting your intake down unless you're fully hydrated. Hmm. So of course, consuming more, you know, fruits on those are going to give you more water. Vegetables are going to give you more water, which, of course, we already know if you're consuming less of those foods, where's your water coming from? It, you're probably not getting them. So, of course, that's another reason why, you know, CMOS on a cellular level, it, it holds water and, and helps to 
to give your body hydration, you know, so different things that you can do to supplement, you know, that's why it can be supplement or a food, because if you're going to eat that stuff, give your body something just while you're doing it. Since you know, you're going to live this, this quote unquote, unhealthier lifestyle. It's not the worst, but why would you not take care of your body in the best way that you can knowing what you know? So you're going to have some pushback definitely, but it's really just the breakdown of, you know, what matters to you? What type of small changes are you willing to make? Even if you're not willing to cut out certain foods, okay, well, what are you willing to add? Is that exercise? Is that therapy? Is that food? What is that for you? What does that look like? Mm. But that's really what you need to break down to figure it out because those are the things that we're realistically struggling with as a society, as a community. I'm opening up the pantry door, holding my head down. <laughs> like, damn, <laughs> get my life together. And it's, do you see that more as a America problem or you, you think that's a, a, a full world problem? Um, no, it's definitely America. Mm, definitely. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially as you start to travel the country and you go around and see different ones, like you understand why not only they have the certain view on Americans, like mm-hmm. not only just in general, how we deal with politics and everything else, but of course, how we deal with our food. We're just fat Americans and they hate mm-hmm. us. <laughs> and it's and it's crazy but it's very true because of the way that we are and especially because about i would say at least 60 percent of the foods that we consume on a quote-unquote snack level are Mm -hmm. banned in other countries Mm. they're not even allowed so see that's just wild (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the fact that they're banned and have legit reasons as to why that can be looked up and we still consume them with more chemicals than what they had when they banned them. You know, it's just, it's like, if you really love it, (laughs) do you really? (laughs) That's really like, those are the things that I ask myself too when I consume things. Just like, really, like, think about just what you could do. And then just knowing, have gone through, like, having gone through deep, detoxing and seeing the differences like i know i could do it i just mm-hmm. really have to set my mind to it and i'll get past it so when, yeah. when are you gonna run to be the head of the uh, fda we just want to know now nah, man the fda nah, is so I, I wouldn't. yeah that's difficult. not that's not her they nah. are so nah, difficult. Her. and you know and the fda is really in truth like they're kind of they're shady with stuff mm-hmm. too so it's like Mm-mm, no, no, because really on their FDA side, you don't have to worry about any licensing at all. Technically, like if you're marketing things on the supplement side, they're not monitoring any of that, which is even more dangerous because half of the fitness industry is consuming additives and don't even mm-hmm. it's just a part of the process. So I try not to. Yeah, I try not to bring my conspiracies to here, but there is a reason we are where we are. So oh, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one the thing more you about the, the road, uh, out. and you know, one thing about the FDA I've learned is, you know, a lot of things they won't like certify or what have you. Like when you talk about like natural ingredients and whatnot, because uh, in order to get like something, I don't know, passed or certified through FDA, you have to know how much of it will kill you. You know what I'm saying? So like if you pop enough ibuprofen, it'll eventually kill you. But a lot of these, um, you know, natural, like you mentioned, sea moss and and uh, holistic things like that. Like, I don't think that you can consume enough to to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's it, so like I know like a lot of that stuff. 
yeah. they'll never pass it because it's too healthy. Like they, they can't say, well, if you consume a pound of sea moss, it's going to kill you. That like it, 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 does, it doesn't exist. So they can't certify that the way that the rules are written. I mean, it might be a little bit deeper than that, but I know at least that much at the surface. If, if they can't if they can't find out how it can kill you, they won't certify it. Yeah, it definitely gets it gets tricky when it comes down to the FDA. And that's why those are part of the struggles that I've been, kind of been dealing with over the past couple of years with them and, you know, figuring out which side to actually market CMOS on. So now that I'm looking to open up an actual location in a warehouse, it's when it comes down to the inspections, it's, you know, who comes in, who does what. And that's where it's like a nightmare because everyone wants to pass the puck and not really know what's going on. So that's why um, I kind of just said, hey, well, we know that this is going to take off and this is not going to go away. So how about I just help you write the policies and we'll just we'll figure out how to license and certify things the legit way that way. That way we don't have any more questions. And they, they went with it. So I'm 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 going to go for it because I want things to be more on a legit level and just to kind of take out like especially like all these these fruit options and things like that like I don't ever want to knock anybody's business and and I support everything you know do you but at the same time like any fruit sea moss definitely should not be marketed the way that it is so mm-hmm. it's like having just if you're going to be putting something on the market have the safety behind it because you're really feeding people bacteria and because they want it to taste better they're going to take it so that's why I kind of tried to come up with different blends that, you know, they're, they'll not only target different things that you may be trying to work on, you know, because you take the herb or you, you'd want something incorporated into your diet anyway to target something specifically. But it just kind of helps give you an additional boost in benefits while giving you a different taste because I'm not, I don't use any type of fruits in any of my blends. So everything is is of a natural taste, but coming up with different varieties is, is you need that when you're going to be taking something consistently. Yeah, man, I see them. For sure. So let me ask you this. House divided, you know, you really on your kick. Would you date a guy who was not on the same, uh, I guess, kind of life, like eating lifestyle as you like, you meet the guy, your dreams, but (laughs) he's, he's, he's not going to put the burger down. I'm pork everything. Yeah, you know, he he like he's the smoke rib champion of of the south. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he's other than that, he's the perfect guy. He's just he going he going to kill he going them ribs like fall off the bone ribs though. And he's like I yeah. can't let this go. Talk that everything talk. else. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and I actually would. I actually would. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hey. I would. I would just of course, I would just more so I'm more so wanting to know what his mind is like, you know, like as long as you're somewhat open to just knowing that at some point this is not going to work for you because you are going to age. And if we plan to age together, I don't want to hear when you, you know, high blood pressure, cholesterol, you about to die. Yeah. You still won't give it up. Like, come on. Are you ready to get your foot cut off? Cause you won't give up the, the stuff. Like that's too much. I need to know where your mind is to know that you're still like somewhat conscious of, of being making some better decisions for yeah. yourself. So is that a red flag for you though? Like I guess six months in one year in, he like, yo, I'm still I'm going think, in plates on plates on plates. 
I wouldn't think so though, because I'm I'm assuming he wouldn't be too crazy. Like I'm looking, of course, looking at his body and how he takes care of stuff now. You know, like, how have you always been this way? Do you struggle Forever, with type life. of issues? Are you are you overweight? What do you look like? Because I, I look like Rick Ross. See, no, that's I mean, extreme. That that's is extreme. that is yeah. extreme. What if he look like? That's like, your body like, type. You got to like, like I get. What if he look like Michael Ely? But you know he he still. <laughs> You know, he's still hitting Wendy's from time to time, you know. What's time to time? Once huh? a week, twice a week? Yeah, time to time, time to man. Week. I'm saying time to time. Every so, you know, I mean, it, nobody, I don't think anybody goes to Wendy's on a schedule. You know what I'm saying? But, you <laughs> know. say Michael Ely. Yeah. Yeah. thinking about it. That's what yeah, I'm she all, yeah, I, I was really thinking. I had to really thinking. break it down for a second. Like, well, no, I just, <laughs> I don't know. I would definitely be paying attention. I don't know if I what decision I would make. I would have to see about the other attributes, but I don't That's know. What's up. I would have to just kind of pay attention. That's fair. Yeah. yeah Michael Ely, you got a chance, homie. I put you down. You got yes. a chance, bro. So it's funny. either her or the ribs, bro. <laughs> you gotta make life decisions, bro. It's about lifetime decisions out here. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Or at least hit the gym, you know, and and or just don't complain. Take this CMOS every day. You know, like do stuff that's gonna make sure that you're still adding. Are you working out? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? But you met me before the sea moss, though. So why I gotta start taking it now? That's what I'm saying. That would already be a part of your lifestyle. That would already be you'd already be somewhat conscious because most of the time, like I said, people who are conscious, it's like, oh, come on, you got that? Let me get it. Like it's Mm -hmm. no question because sea moss speaks for itself, especially once you've kind of taken it and you've been consistent on it. It'll do its job for you. Like I don't have to sell it once you've had it. It sells itself. It's like blue. It's like blue magic, bro. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yes, and I used. To, I don't know if you know, but I did a skit on my Facebook with that skit with Denzel. Oh wow! <laughs> for my Seamoth, because oh, exactly, it's just like that. And you know, we sports addicts, and I love your feature on your page. Like, have you been mossed? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh yes. man, have yeah. you been? It's, you know, just finding little ways to get people involved because I want all people. I do. And and it's definitely it's it's more so growing in the community because people are looking for more and more legit sources. And that's why I'm really excited for this summer, just to kind of pop out and do some extra things um, to get the word out. Hey, Rod, mm-hmm. she got she got gummies, bro. Word. Yeah, I do. I, I love gummies. My- do you see moss gummies? I have the different varieties. Um, there'll be a lot more coming. I'm launching the store location, and that's when things are really going to expand. Because I've been working on a lot of the licensing and testing and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's just a lot that goes behind it. But, you know, this will be another part of the journey, just to be able to educate people on what it takes to actually run a CMOS business. So it'll put a lot of people on, too. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'm excited for that too, because a lot of people just don't know. But there's a lot of opportunity, a lot. Seaweed is not going away. No, it's not. You know, this made me think. Vegan. You know what else is vegan? Uh, that tree. You know what I'm talking about. And um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's crazy no, no, is no, sir, no, sir. I don't know what you're talking if you're, about. If you're if you're consuming if you're consuming <laughs> the vegan tree, that might. <laughs> That might spark you to do something that's not so vegan. You know what I mean? Like the munchies. 
Yeah, you get the munchies and crack I don't open know, that bag right? of Doritos, crack open that yeah. whole line, that whole line of Oreos. <laughs> right, that whole line of Oreos, you know. See, that's why you get the go ahead and get you the smoker the lung reset. That's the blend that, that he was talking about. Because that one definitely has it has everything you need for lung support, but you're gonna get all the gut control and the detox from sea moss. So you're kind of killing all birds with one stone. And while you're smoking, you need something to help clear the mucus that the smoke is creating. Mm. Dang, bro, she got you know what? everything, bro. I'm about to say that was that was a very good answer. That was a great answer, bro. She, I, I, <laughs> you, had, you, you couldn't even rebuttal, bro. Could you? I mean, it's not a debate. It's just that was just that was a. But see, that and that's a, why it's like once you kind of plug the, the, it's like it's exactly what you need. If you're saying that these are the things you're looking for. This this is the need. Here it is. You have an yeah. option, and it goes into so many different things. That's why it's so fun, you know. Like, yeah, if you're taking a certain herb, there's certain ways you'd have to take it. But being able to have blends that are formulated with sea moss that can go in coffees, teas, smoothies, shakes, oatmeals. You can put it in soups. You can do so much with sea moss and put it in juices. Doesn't matter. Whatever you want, that's you can do with. You can put it there. So you're able to get so much benefit from two to four tablespoons. Damn. Like you you definitely have locked in in what you want to do. Um, obviously with your health and your passion, helping the state of Michigan. Um, obviously you're looking to you a warehouse. You're probably gonna, you know, you're looking to have a storefront. You have all these things. Yeah. And we like to ask anyone in, in business and in, in doing that. Business aside, like how what what time are you making for yourself? You know, so, what does Antoinette do to disconnect? Because obviously you could be a business, 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 and we're all about the grind, but you need time for yourself. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's hard too. It's definitely hard because I do also work full time when I run my business. So I work full time for the bank. I run the fraud department for Michigan and also run my business and my bet my child I have a six-year-old so my time is very thin but I definitely think that it's very important to always be thinking about yourself and like I do a lot of reflection I reflect a lot mm -hmm. and think on not only what I'm doing where I want to go you know if I've you know feel like I could do better or whatever. I don't really beat myself up. I just kind of take time to, to reassess what I need to do. So I spent a lot of time in meditation. Um, I did just take time out and do traveling for my birthday. My birthday just passed. Oh, happy belated. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. 313 Detroit. That's the yeah. day. Hey. So I definitely have fun. And where'd you go? So I did some hiking in Utah um, there, I had went out and did um, um, Utah and Arizona were the trips that I took before, and I did Camelback Mountain, so I had to go back. And then I did a road trip down to um, through Chicago, and then I went to Atlanta and finished out that trip with my family and saw my cousin. Uh, we played around in the studio, had some fun, which was dope. Um, and then I came home. Like a recording studio? Yeah, yeah. What you you rapping now? You doing what you what we doing? We rapping, <laughs> we singing. We are we we doing jingles for the, yeah. the new the new launch of a new. I'm the next Jamie. Okay, just don't just know that. 
right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um yeah. My, so my cousin is actually a producer, and I went and it just kind of was playing with music because I used to record as a kid, and just now because you know the the older I get, the more I just embrace who I am. I have no. I don't care what everybody else thinks I am. I love who I am. So I come more and more into myself. And singing has always been something I've done. It's always been a passion. But I just kind of do it around the house. And, you know, my mind is very musical. So it's kind of always something going on. So Were, my, were you that, that kid at the, uh, <laughs> at the cookout? It's when they sing. Sing that song. yes actually but it was either the singing or the dancing yes because i was i've always been goofy and just love to have fun you know so it was always something along that nature but i always was kind of shy with it though like i don't know you know i think it's just you know and a a friend of mine actually bought it a good point because they're an artist as well and they bought it to my my attention of like you know when you're actually singing and, and doing something that's you like that's you that's your heart that's your passion and it comes out and you feel like you'll be judged in so many ways and I think I just cared too much when I was younger mm. I think I did I had to have because it didn't make sense mm. but I you know always just had fun with it and I did do some performing as a kid and you know, I, I played instruments as a kid and just kind of always loved music. So he was just like, let's just have some fun. So, yeah, I did actually just I got in the booth and we just kind of did a, a cover of a song. And okay. I think I'm going to have some fun with it and might just do mm-hmm. that to kind of relax because mm-hmm. I enjoy it. So that'll kind of bring me into more, you know, now that we're getting into spring, I can get back to my hiking, get back to my camping. You know, the Jeep, the top is coming off. I'm ready. <laughs> to let her fly and those are the type of things that I do in between time you know I'll get my deliveries out get my orders done and then I'll go camp somewhere I do a lot of stuff by myself so I'll take my little camp my hike pack and go camping under the stars you know just kind of reflect again do some reading and just chill you know yeah, that's Try to live in your truth and be yourself and be a, a great advocate for that. You yeah, know, need that. Yeah, that's what's up. You about to make me go back and watch uh watch those Jamie Foxx episodes now. Now you got that in my head. Oh, he was that was one <laughs> yeah. of the best shows. Jamie it to was. me, he to me is one of the overall one of the best artists actors out here mm-hmm. because he's so he's into everything. I think he's the best. I can't find anybody that would be on his level. I've thought about uh, it. You might be you might be onto something. Yeah. yeah, if you really think about it and take the time to think about who is on Jamie Foxx's level on all categories. Somebody might do well in one, but they don't do well in the other. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You got me thinking now. Yeah, I'm quiet over here. I want to have the conversation. I want to hear it because Uh, it really is when you think about it, like he he's able to tap into so many different things, whether it be comedy, musically, you know, he can play serious roles. Drama. He's done so many different things where it's like, okay, find me somebody who's that 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 diverse. Yeah. Yeah, you, hmm. might, you might be on to something. Honestly. I could be on to something. I, I'm really like, I'm like, there's got to be somebody better, but I can't, right. yeah. Bro, I can't think of anybody. He, he, can, he, he can even nail the impressions, man. Like, that yeah. is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He, he matches so many different categories. And that show, it was one of the best shows. Yeah, what rise? <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe <laughs> the, you know the, the first person I'm thinking of maybe might be Eddie Murphy. Um, only thing that might be holding him back is the music. Musically, but he did, but he yeah. did drop in that. He did go. He did. I think he, he had gold party on the eighties. Yeah, and that went platinum or gold. Yeah, but one of the two. Yeah, it went gold. Many, it went how gold. many songs did he have? Like, yeah, that and, album. And, and Jamie Rick James, dropped. and that and that was Rick James. Rick James wrote that for him. That do. album Jamie dropped. I'm still playing today. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Like that was a good. He just had. I don't know. You know, it's just the, the things that I think about. But that's kind of like that's my personality style. I love that. Just to be mm-hmm. into, just be you, be free, be into what you like to do. Oh, okay. Speaking of be you, be free. Here go that question before we wrap up. DC Rod, you know where I'm going with this. I don't. You do. Be free. <laughs> be yourself. You already know what's about to happen. Okay, so Antoinette, we talked about Michael Ely. You know what I'm saying? You might be meditating, thinking about giving him a chance if he don't put down the ribs. <laughs> but also, whomever, you know. Mr. Gabriel comes into life, the picture. Um, okay, so Mr. Gabriel, I got who? What? I, uh, follow me. Just, just stay with me, DC. So <laughs> I, I got, I got the, I got. You know, y'all already know, man. I, I'm, I got the body. I got the lifetime contract. I'm done, man. I can't grow it back out. I wish I could get the dreads, but I meet yeah. you, Antoinette. The, you know, I'm like, hey, what's up? Boom, boom, boom. We exchange numbers. Let's meet next weekend. Next weekend, though, I show up. And I got the, I got the waves. But you met me. I had the body, but now I got. I'm sporting waves because mm. I went to the shop and got got that the glue and all the good stuff down. Like, what's your take on that? You Is would that cool? ask me about this conversation. You, you would do would, this one because I'm childish. So, <laughs> so where where are we? Where are we with this? Now look, this one is hard for me because I've actually thought about this. I actually have because I don't mind a bald head at all, but I don't know if I'd have a problem with it. To be honest, and that's what I was thinking. Like, but but I'm not that woman, so I try to put myself in that perspective. Like, I don't go nowhere to do my hair to get my hair done. I don't do any of that. So that perspective for me is not there. But I've thought about it. Like, okay, that's the reality of life. And why is it different? Like, if women are able to be free and flexible that way, why can't a man express himself in that way? Now, to be switching it up every weekend, that I would have to have a conversation about. (laughs) No. Like, you're going to have to pick a style, and that's just your style for a while. Or, like... You know, or or you you start short, then you get the next step. It goes a little boosy, and then maybe you go dress. <laughs> so I mean, so I can't go like you know, it's March. You know, I can't. You know, I show up. I got the ways by May. I got the ball again, Bro. but by July, no, you better not go I... bald again. You're done with bald. <laughs> bald is over uh, for you. I can't yeah, go back to bald. I got to keep up the line. Yeah, there it is. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> And that's where I was like, but that's not right either because you wouldn't want a woman to keep up her life. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I get it. I get the perspective. Right. Because I got to go natural because I got to get the, you know, the glue, all that stuff. Yeah. Because you should love you. Then I'm going to get the dreads in July, though. We about to go to like St. Lucia to get the T-Moss. Bro, you better better make that trip to Turkey and get them implants. Implants. Yeah, you need to just (laughs) get it done. That would be more so what, that'd be the conversation. You know, I would hate to, to, to judge a man and to let a good man go based off of the insecurity of his hair because that's real i mean mm-hmm. 
that that doesn't mean that you're less of a man at all. And I shouldn't be judging your situation, but I'm kind of need you to figure out what you want that situation to be. <laughs> just figure it out. Yeah, just figure it out. Because I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to. Wow. You know, expect to like you this way or fall in love with this look and be like, okay, I love that. And then, like you said, now you've all. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't even know that was happening. Be honest <laughs> about it. But mm-hmm. I don't want you switching it up to where it's so drastic where you out here wearing hair pieces. Oh, Gabriel, now I'm getting it. Antoinette's last name is Gabriel. I love you. I'm right. definitely taking his last name, yeah. though. So I don't know what he's talking about. I'm so- <laughs> okay. And I'm like, you know, that was a very nice way. Of saying get your shit together, that was very eloquent because I've been <laughs> yep. like, bro, just gotta yeah, get pretty much. Together, man. Like you, you got to figure, figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So you know that made me think. You know, speaking of hair, I know you. I, I noticed that you had um, beard products on your site yep. as well. You know, so you think you got something for Anthony Hamilton? The Anthony Hamilton types out there, they got that patchy thing, just won't kind of quite connect. You know, anything, <laughs> anything for them. I definitely do that. I have the the hair growth formula and I use these products on my hair and have been using them like throughout family members and giving the the oils out. And it definitely, when you're doing the hair growth, those have specific herbs that are targeted towards hair growth. So those are going to help to stimulate and to keep your hair growing. And then of course, the more you moisturize, you're going to keep away from breakage. So it's important to have a routine because breakage is how a lot of men lose their beards mm. just because they don't moisturize them or brush them enough. And when they do, they lose hair or it's uneven. So they have to cut it or, you know, or just some, like you said, some beards just don't grow. But a lot of times too, the hair, their skin underneath isn't stimulated enough for hair to come through. So ingrowns are mostly what they see, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just kind of knowing like, okay, you can exfoliate and have the, the beard oils actually get up in the, the, the skin to be moisturized, allow the hair to come through, keep you away from ingrown so that hair can actually come out because you're probably, that would be a whole piece of hair if you let it come out. Okay. But you're lacking in that area because maybe you have an ingrown or it's not stimulated or some people just can't grow. Unfortunately, like that's mm-hmm. just the reality of it too. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what stimulation you put there, you know, but that's the implant time. <laughs> Otherwise, if it's <laughs> if it's just something, you know, that's like you have hair there or you have the shadow or ingrowns, like you can assess your skin type situation, too, and figure out what type of skin you have and see if you need more oil based, you need more cream based. Do you need exfoliation? But um, yeah, the beard oil that it gives you both the oils, it gives you the balm, and it gives you the cream. So you can not only moisturize but help shape and also give yourself the oils into the um, actual into your chin as well. Okay. So before we go, um, out of your jails in DC, we gotta get your tip, bro. I, I wish. What's your favorite jail that you use um, or even sold to the community? What's your favorite? What's your top? So I would say my top is a a tie between both the wellness and and the libido blend. Those ones are the most. Yeah, the libido. That one is popular. And that one kind of, um, especially when I first started the business, it kind of really cemented my love for just being open with people. Because I'd have 
70, 80 year old man walking up to me like, Did you, are you stocking? Are you restocking this week? <laughs> so, it's, so it's more men. So it's more men looking to get that libido. Yeah, in there. yeah. Okay. The, yeah. The women more so want the energy tied to it. And I'm actually in the process of splitting because I'm going to, to create two different ones, one for more women's stimulation and one for men. Okay. Because I want both to have the option to be stimulated. But at well, the same... oh, Otis, oh, Otis want to know what's going on. <laughs> I, I, yes, definitely. <laughs> They're the main, main ones who are calling before a stock date. Like, hey, you coming in Friday? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be there, on, and they're there. They're there to po- purchase multiple blends. So, the libido definitely, and of course, it has more of the cinnamon honey taste. So, it's um, definitely more popular in in terms of taste. But the wellness, of course, that one is bladderwrack and burdock. So, with that one, it's it's an overall just it's great for wellness, you know, cleansing of blood, cleansing of your system in general, iodine. It's just, it's great for your system overall. So that one is the other one that's pretty popular. Um, So I'd say the combination between those two for sure will be the most. Yeah. Well, man, this is dope. Um, Real quick, tell everybody, we want that. No, we, we want to know. And anyone listening, where can we find all your product? Where can people contact you? I see you have consultations, all that stuff. Like, give us all the 411 because we want to share it on our page, but definitely let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can feel free to, to follow Agape Guru on Facebook, Instagram. Um, and of course, agapeguru.com has all the products. You, you can sign up for consultations if you want to go over any type of information. You have questions about something, we can do meal prep plans. You know, just kind of break down wellness in general. There's an option for that. Of course, starting a CMOS business, I can kind of give you the info and get that done for you as well. And kind of point okay. in the right direction with the state. Um, and then of course, just the goal of course is to get us on wellness meetings too. So I'm collecting information and emails now to kind of get a, a wellness group together so we can start taking trips. Once this warehouse gets launched, we can do, um, wellness retreats, trips, things like that to kind of, um, learn more about foods and health and wellness. And that's definitely coming. And, um, yeah, definitely follow me, check me out. I'm, I'm, I'm going live a lot now. Um, on the Agape Guru page to give more information about CMOS mm-hmm. and um, just wellness in general. So check me out. Yeah, we will. We definitely will. And of course, like I said, we're going to definitely uh, promote you and, and push you and, you know, um, definitely even support. Cause I'm, I'm looking at some things. Um, I know <clears throat> when we were, you, you were uh, booked to come on and talk to us. My wife was like, Hey, I'm going to check this stuff out. I need to hear what she got to say. So, I'm pretty sure our wives are going to be interested as well. It's been a great uh, time having you for Women's Month, you know, rounding out the uh, Women's Month as well. Uh, it's been amazing. Thank you. And just yeah. thank you for your time, man. And just appreciate that. DC, you have a tip? One more tip for Women's Month? Yeah, yeah. But real quick, just for the people, yeah. Agape Guru, someone just spell it A G A P I C, Agape, because some people like myself ain't never heard of a word like that. <laughs> and you might hear it and be like, yeah, that sounds cool, but I don't even know. I can't even find it. So just for those who might be thinking like me, A-G-A-P-I-C, Agape Guru. Because uh, that's a very unique word. At least I thought it was. Anyway, DC's tips. I got a few tips. We're going we gonna to end this month with a bang. A couple of these. Okay. I just got the, the spirit hit me just now. Ladies, just as a reminder, you are what you eat, right? 
There's a few gems in there. You'd be listening carefully. You know, you are what you eat. Just always think about that. Also, with that being said, you might meet your perfect man at the next CMOS convention. You know what I'm talking about? So, <laughs> yeah. You know, go to the CMOS convention and uh, you might find Mr. Right there. Uh, but uh, for real, though, I'll say this, though, just to kind of end it. Find a man who loves you more than you love him. You know what I'm saying? Nothing in this world is 50-50. I don't care what anybody says. You can't get me off of that. And there's somebody always doing more. That's just life. You know what I'm saying? Don't expect things to be 50-50. But I can tell you, ladies, you find a man who loves you more than he loves, than you love him. There's something wrong with that, just to be clear. You know, so actually it should be because men protect what they love the most. And if he loves you most, you know, so you're still going to go through some ups and downs, but that man going to hold you down like no other. Bars. You know so those are my tips to close out the month. If you are what you eat, I guess I need to start eating goat. Huh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> hey, and, and Rob, man, go ahead and take us home, man, for the quote, bro. Yes, sir. Back to me this time, huh? Yeah. I got something for you. So there are two ways of spreading light to be the candle or the mirror that reflects it. Damn. That's mm. deep. Mm. You should put that on your page. Yeah, I like it. It's like the essay Quam Vediri. That's my favorite. To be rather than to seem. Mm, there it is. Yes. <laughs> man, gotta love it, man. So with that being said, you know, DC, you told him. Go to the next CMOS convention. Mr. Wright gonna be there. He might be holding the jar of that libido. Jill. That's right. He got that gel on give, there. Give you a wink. Give you a wink. Yeah. Like, what's good? You know what I mean? He's taking, he taking libido jello shots. <laughs> Pulling the pant leg up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, like LL. Looking like LL out here. <laughs> but, hey, man, appreciate you as always, Antoinette, again. Thank you. Rod, DC. It was fun, man. This is a great woman's month um, thing that we done, man. And I hope we can do this again as well. And, Antoinette, maybe down the road we can have you back. You I'm always, yeah, got. I'll definitely you know, be here. You know, check in with you, see how things are going, man. So, uh, other than that, man, you know, my three words is always cue the music. <laughs>